Hey folks, Flint here. Apologies if you downloaded this episode on Friday. There was an audio snafu where the last 10 minutes of the pod were left out. So we have re-uploaded it with the remaining 10 minutes where we talk about Destiny 2, Lightfall, where we want it to go, Destiny 3 and everything in between. Uh, so without further ado, on with the pod. Grey Fox. you waiting huh hello and welcome to gray fox plays games the video games podcast where every fortnight a bunch of friends jump in a pod to talk about video games what they love what they hate and all that sweet sweet fandom in between apologies uh absolute disclosure my wife is on a night course she is in my man cave so i've taken the man cave to the people of my living room and using a different mic and i don't have a stand for it so it's kind of it's my my lovely blue snowball that's sitting on a table hopefully there won't be any uh, audio hullabalub with that but joining me on the pod this week i have mr michael carlton edwards oh so man how you doing sir I'm very well thank you i'm very well indeed who was the wrestler that used to say the soul was it the godfather uh that was the ho train um i was the ho train apologies or was it was it soul man rocky johnson the rock's dad deep cuts my friend sorry i just imagine you in a waistcoat dancing with ladies in a in a on a wrestling yeah. ring now <laughs> yeah the slurms mckenzie of wrestling <laughs> <laughs> But you're well, you're well. I'm very well, thank you, man. I'm very, very well. How are you? Good, good, then. I'm, I'm just going to just disrupt your flow. Cheaper. Yeah, you better go to other people. Keep, keep no, down. no, talk about yourself. What's going on? How are you? You're a good hype man. Uh, I'm doing good, mate. You know what? Sometimes when someone asks you a question, how they're doing, they really want you to ask that back to them. So I appreciate you for asking. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing great, pal. Uh, I'm going to ask our trophy man, uh, the man who, in even though he was like away in thailand I, i'm somehow sure that you've got a trophy of some kind um during that time how are you doing man <laughs> i'm doing good thank you yeah I'm a little bit a little bit jet lagged only got back on sunday so i'm still feeling it a little bit i think not quite got the sleep back but I had a lovely time away blessed by a monk as you do uh yeah doing good was it did you do like a trial of osiris and were a hey, destiny um no like I, a trial I, to get your blessing no i i paid like five quid to buy a little bundle of food and then put it next to him and he splattered some water over my head it was delightful nice nice i, I went to thailand about 10 years ago as my honeymoon and i had a bet with my best man about our speeches and uh the speech was who can do the better speech and he'd, he'd done a great speech so i was a man of my word and at the airport i had my head shaved and i'll never mm-hmm. do it again because i realized the hairline is a fe- is a fleecing thing <laughs> Um, but when we arrived in Thailand, uh, uh, a lot of people confused me for a monk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but nice. uh, from uh, from our trophy man to a man that I can only bring him in as. I'm never gonna dance again. Moses bit have got no rhythm, though it's easy to pretend. I know I'm not John Moses. John Moses, beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to expect to be serenaded every single time now. Different songs. Yeah, that's great. Thank you very much. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. In the engine room. I'm in the engine room. How's it molding in the engine room? That's right. It's all good. Everything's tickety-boo. 
Right, amazing. Well, gentlemen, we'll get uh, straight into it. But we've been doing this thing where we cast the pod as various members within pop culture. We've done the Turtles. We've done we've done awesome crap. Uh, but this time, I was going to suggest nineties WWE Attitude Era wrestlers until Mikey said no, no, one better, Batman villains, and I was like, hot damn. You had my heart at Batman Villains. Um, so I'm going to get this one started. I'm, I, I didn't want to go too pedestrian with the movies. I want to bring in some characters that you may not have heard of. I have gone pedestrian with one because this one particular person absolutely epitomises that person in that particular media. But I'll, I'll, I'll leave that a little bit later on. Uh, John Moles. I have cast you as the Batman villain Firefly. Firefly is a dude who wears massive wings, who flies around Gotham. There's lots of various incarnations. He was in the circus and he had his benefits taken away and he's against the system. But the reason why, Moles, is because this man enjoys a flamethrower. And you enjoy flaming things very much. I do enjoy flaming. So you are Firefly. There we go. Perfect. So, Alex Hemming, I'm sorry I have gone very pedestrian on this one, but I think you were born to wear the suit. I think if I tell you this, I want you to see you cosplay as this guy and I want to see you in this outfit the entire time at Halloween. Oh, dear Lord. You are my Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking like the... Have you ever watched the TV show Gotham? It's yeah, not yeah. great. It's I've not, I don't think it's particularly great. But the, the guy who plays the Riddler in that, that's you. And you could pull off the outfit with the green question mark and the green like silk suit. Almost like a pimp in green <laughs> with lots of question marks on. I think that, that would be, I think you were born to wear that outfit. As, as long as I don't need to do the Jim Carrey skin-tight leotard thing, I'm, I'm good. I mean, you, you, you've got to be pretty <laughs> bold to wear that, right? You've got yeah, no lump shine on that, ain't you? I mean, he, uh, people don't realise how, how shredded Jim Carrey must have been to have pulled off that without looking like an idiot. Uh, and then to, to Mikey, now I know you're a Joker man. You love the Joker. He is one of your, one of your inspirations of life. But that'd be a bit too easy to do, Joker. So, are you familiar with the Dark Universe, the, the multiverse within the DC comics? No. So, there was an event about five years ago where they said, for every other universe within the DC, there's an evil counterpart. And it spawned this long-running event. And there was a lot of what-ifs. What if Superman was evil and all that sort of stuff, right? And I'm not going to talk about that sort of stuff. But there was one particular incarnation of a what-if that spawned a series of comics that is f***ing incredible. Now, the backstory to this is that Bruce Wayne got infected with the Joker serum and he became obsessed with the Joker and killed him to the point that the toxin took over his brain and he became a version of the Joker. He then found out about multiversal travel and went to every universe to kill the Batman or Bruce Wayne from those universes. And he is called the Batman Who Laughs. Now, Google him because he is the most metal looking motherfucker on the planet. And there's an entire comic line dedicated to it. The Batman Who Laughs. Oh, dude. It's yeah, probably... yeah. I've seen this dude before. He's epic. I can't wait for Mr. Ed Boone and the Injustice guys to do a version of him in Injustice. He's basically Joker with the intelligence of Batman. Um, that is a deadly and scary thing. He's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my that's my rogues gallery on that one, Mikey. I know you're. What, what, what about yourself? Are we not doing ourselves? Or are we waiting for other people to do? Oh, us? shit! Yeah, I'm done myself. Um, uh, Kite Man, because 
he's he's basically kind of useless but kind of funny to have around which uh, and he has the voice of an angel okay so there we go kite man (laughs) um i will go next i'll go next um i also went for hemming as my riddler purely on the basis that um in the batman arkham games you hunt for his trophies Oh, it was right that's, there. And he done good. the thing. <laughs> and it just, yeah, it just, it was just there. It's just, it's just there. Um, I've gone for moles as I couldn't decide whether scarecrow or, or uh, maybe scarecrow because you are quite a long, thin man. And, and I feel, I feel, I feel like your, your usage of manipulation somehow, I think that, I don't know, I feel like you do a good job at that, basically. I'm not saying you're manipulative. I'm saying that you, you could do a very good job at, at that. But then I, I disregarded, I then disregarded the scarecrow. I then instead, um, and again, even though you're a long, thin man, this doesn't maybe fit the profile. I went for the penguin. Right, because the penguin has a gazillion contraptions of weapons hidden in umbrellas. And I feel like um, you concocting new and wonderful schemes in order to fit machetes, flamethrowers and machine guns <laughs> in a variety <laughs> of ordinary everyday umbrellas would, would be right up your street. I feel like, and then every now and again, it'd be like, hey, and then have a cigar and just, you know, drink a drink of whiskey. I think that'd be up your street. That sounds um, good to me, mate. Uh, for Flint, I went with uh, Raz Al Ghul. Oh, um, essentially, because man. you have uh, probably the busiest schedule of anyone I know. Yeah. You're the busiest man of all time. Yeah. And I feel like the only way that you can actually keep this up is if you actually have a Lazarus pit. And um, so you are the immortal Raz al Ghul. The only way that you can spin all these plates, my friend. And um, and yeah, I thought I, I felt like that fit pretty well. Oh, what, a, what a lovely, lovely thing to say. I have to say, actually, have you ever watched the Arrow TV show? No. It's basically budget Batman, okay? Um, sorry, my phone's on the desk and it's with the microphone, um, so apologies about that. But um, there's one season in particular where they basically take really good Batman storylines and replace it with Oliver Queen, a.k.a. the Green Arrow, and he goes and fights Ra's al Ghul. And the guy they have to fight Ra's al Ghul is absolutely incredible, and he basically just walks out and has a sword fight topless and just goes... I'm just going to kill you now and just does it. And it's incredible. I just wanted to give Tomage, if I had to be a Ra- a Ra's al Ghul, it'll be that guy. Um, uh, and he, he, he has a big army and like you say, Lazarus pit. Awesome. Mikey, what villain would you be? Uh, calendar man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I may be entirely useless, but I usually know what the date is. Uh, but that. also, <laughs> if you know me well, like, um, uh, I, I speak to maybe a Lee Collard here who does not listen to this show or my wife, in fact, they will tell you that I am utterly obsessed with planning things ahead. Okay? I must, I must have a plan. I must know exactly what's happening at all times. I dislike surprises immeasurably. And so Calendar Man, I felt like kind of fits. Amazing. And uh, you can join me with the Useless League of Doom. The League, the Legion of Useless. There you go. That's the pop t- a pod title for you, Moles, as well. Uh, okay, I'm going to go Hemming next because he's been frantically Googling. Uh, give us <laughs> <laughs> hey, your Batman villains as the pod. Don't know what you're talking about there, mate. It's not that I've been Riddle Googling obscure Batman villains in any way, shape or form. Uh, but <laughs> Okay, so I, I did exactly just do that, yeah. I was going on the same sort of theme 
with regards to moles, the flame theme, I have gone for a chap called Phosphorus Rex. Yes. <laughs> Phosphorus Rex, known as a genteel Englishman with a flaming head and flaming hands. What's better than having a flamethrower literally being on fire all the time? <laughs> That's like perfect. <laughs> Flynn, I did put you as Ra's al Ghul as well. Oh, I mean, God, you've, I'm two for two, baby. You've already used. You have used the Lazarus Pit once. You met, it's it's there. It all works out so well, Mike. I, I've gone a little obscure here, and I've I've dragged Wilson into it. You are Hellhound, the attack dog trainer. <laughs> you're training Wilson up to kill us all. I know your I know your ways. <laughs> And I do not know what I... I think I just have to call myself Riddler because everybody else has. But if I can be a useless one, I'm being Condiment King. 100% Condiment King. It was Give me the ketchup, the baby. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Moles, uh, give us your, your legion of useless. There's nothing like a quick Google to work out who's who, is there? Um, <laughs> okay, I've, I've gone for... Let's, let's start with Hemming as Hugo Strange. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, the most dangerous man in the world. Scientist, philosopher, and criminal genius. Undoubtedly the greatest organiser of crime in the world. There we go. Love it. I put uh, Mikey down as the Riddler. <laughs> oh, controversial. Well, just, Switch. Yeah, I, I think out of all of us, Mikey's one that comes up with the little quips. The little, <laughs> little nuances in the wording, phrasing, and all that. So I put yeah, Mikey down as the Riddler. Um, he does enjoy. He does enjoy a riddle. I feel he, he does enjoy. <laughs> yes, got a yes, indeed. And I put uh, Flint down as Harvey Dent or Two Face. Oh, Two-Face, oh, yeah, oh, le- oh, I... leaves uh, decisions to the flip of a coin. <laughs> There we go. Am yeah, I doing this or am I doing that? There we go. Oh, it's spoken. I'm doing it. You this. have done the best ever Harvey Two-Face cosplay I've ever seen, by the way. It's like 15 years ago when you were dressed up as, as Two-Face for that party. You were incredible. We need to find photos of that. They're, they're on Facebook somewhere. Someone's got Someone's you were incredible. He went all. I was. Yeah, he that was amazing. And he proper went Tommy Lee Jones cray cray on it. I loved it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Anyway. Uh, and that leaves me, uh, and I'm just going to go Mr. Freeze because I like Arnold Schwarzenegger's rendition of Mr. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> that was really ice small. Let the ice cometh. There we go. Fantastic, gentlemen. All right, let's go because the fox is in. But usually we would spend our time talking about what we've been watching, what we've been playing, what we've been reading if we're cultured like that. But there's only one place to start. Uh, Everyone who listens to this pod will know that we are men of destiny. We enjoy the game a lot. We talk about it a lot. In fact, we even joke saying, you know what, there's this history in our podcast of every now and again when a DLC drops, there'll be an episode going, Destiny's great again, guys. And then we'll talk about Destiny, and then we won't talk about it again for about six months. And then there'll be another pod going, hey, Destiny's great again, guys. Well, you'll never guess what. Hemming, come closer. Yes. Closer? Yeah, yeah. Destiny's great again. (laughs) So what I want us to do is that Lightfall has dropped, and we have all played it significantly, and I want to spend a good bit of time talking about this uh, at the start of this here pod. So I want to structure this a little bit. I want to hear your thoughts on the gameplay, the new gameplay, how it's improved the new subclass, the enemies, and then there's a controversial point, which is this has been poorly received by a lot of media outlets. 
And I want to hear your thoughts on why. So I'm going to start off with Mr. Michael Carden Edwards. What's your thoughts on Destiny 2 Lightfall? Oh, where to begin? Okay, so I am one of the few people that didn't particularly enjoy the Witch Queen's campaign. Um, that's what a lot of people are comparing Lightfall to. I'll be honest with you, I don't really enjoy any of the campaign stories, to be frank. Um, the What was the one before that? Beyond Light? Was that the one before Witch Queen? Yeah. Right, the, the one where you learn um, stasis. Yeah, where you learn the... You're the, the only it, person in the world that knows the name of that subclass. I just call it Frozen Stuff, and it kind of looks cool. Yeah. Superman Crystals. So that story was... The story in that game was all about you learning the new subclass stasis, the new dark subclass stasis. As a result, it was balls because it's essentially a, a six hour tutorial or whatever, however long they take. Um, the Witch Queen, I feel like it was well received because you didn't have that. You just rocked up with a big bad fine. The, 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 the Witch Queen story, I, I'm the wrong audience for this, to be frank, because I didn't pay attention to any of the stories. They got too convoluted and weird and just... Like the shiny, shiny, bang, bang stuff. Like, I don't really care. Like, it, it lost me years and years ago at this point. And the the platforming in The Witch Queen sucked. I hate the fact that you had to get the... We don't play Destiny for platforming, bro. I hate the fact you have to get, you have to get insight so then you could see the invisible steps and do all that f- nonsense that drove me round the bend. The puzzles in The Witch Queen campaign were insultingly annoying. Right. Oh, you have to stand in front of the gimmick and find out which of the doors has the fucking symbol that's different than the other ones. You know what, mate? Sorry, whoever's editing this, go f*** yourself. Right. That's not gameplay. That's just busy work, and it's annoying as fuck. Why would it? Why in the world would that be actually a thing in real life? It's like Skyrim when you go to the when you go underground and you've got the fish. In eagle thing stone tablets that you that you spin around. Yeah. <laughs> is that? That's not a puzzle. That's just a piece of shit, right? And that's exactly what the Witch Queen campaigns was like. And bear in mind as well, you add on to that, the final boss of the Witch Queen was irritated. I found a lot of it irritable. Yeah, the story here is irritable in other ways. Okay, in other ways because. I'm introduced to a fella called Nimbus. Oh, I'm Nimbus. Is it a fella or is it, is it a, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know. He's like a 1970s cameo porn star, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> the, the only thing I know is that the voice, the, the voice actor for them is non-binary. Okay. And apparently right. that was what I mean, they were going for. A good, great representation of that stuff. Let's take that out of the equation and just say it's fucking boring. The character <laughs> itself is a fucking wanker. Yeah. Let me just get that straight. A complete and utter wanker, right? The, the, uh, the opening cutscene of, of, of Lightfall, I thought, hello, huh, I don't give a f- shit about this story, but looks like shit's going down. Here we go. It was pretty epic. Silver it Surfer. Was, do you know what I mean? It was like, hello, I'm going to actually, and I literally sat there and went, I'm going to pay attention. I'm not going to press circle and skip all the cutscenes and dialogue because I don't care about it. I'm going to I'm gonna look at it. And then as soon as this f- idiot was it was introduced to me and it was just like yo world's in danger galaxies in danger universes in danger but you're making quips 
No, 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 no. Tone, yeah, all wrong, right. completely wrong. As a result, the story for me is just a, is, a, is a series of events where I go to a place, I hold square, and I shoot the things that are in front of me. And all of the cutscenes, everything I see, I either look away or I skip them because I don't give a <laughs> because they ruined it within the first five minutes of the sh of, of the of the campaign starting so when it comes to the campaign i am a huge thumbs down but also and in, in a very similar breath i do not care okay i do not buy this shit for the campaign anyway because it's bollocks yeah. right um it's like it's like complaining about the story in a porno exactly like i'm not <laughs> like i'm not really here for that you know what i mean so um am i continuing to rant or what yeah go for it man no, anyone else wants to chime in chime in but go for it <laughs> No, I want to. I want to hear Mikey finish. Okay, right. So, um, okay, right. So the the campaign, as so as we've discussed, poo poo, go away. Right. Also, as I mentioned uh, beyond light a minute ago, the the their campaign was a oh, this is how you use a gimmick. Fine. Well, the gimmick of this entire campaign is this is how you use strand. Here's the thing. Mm. Use the thing. You can't use the thing enough yet. You've got to use the thing it. more. You, you know, can only use the thing at the end of each mission. Yeah. Just for about five seconds, and it, then you get too tired. It, it is mm. it is a 12-hour tutorial. What's annoying me about this, this is, uh, whereas you, you mentioned it in The Witch Queen, we had, here's an invisible platform that you can only jump on in the next 30 seconds, okay, which is fucking irritating, like you say. It was like, oh, I've died again. 50 millionth time, I've fallen in the pit. But the gimmick with this one is Strand is like, oh, look. I'm Spider-Man. Uh, I I don't want to be whipping around on some like green web shot. I, I play Spider-Man games for Spider-Man. I don't want Spider-Man in anything else. I have to say, they've made a better Spider-Man than the Avengers game with Spider-Man. <laughs> That's because anything's better than that. There's the hey, Avengers hey, reference. Hey, hey, above the belt, Miles. Above the belt. But it's but, like, um, oh look, there's a green orb. You can you can fire your web shot that's called a fucking web shot says what it is you can fire your web shot over to the green orb and pull yourself across to the next platform i've got to applaud them though for trying right uh, like this just... could be a game-breaking mechanic well this is a seven-year-old yeah. game with was levels it... that are not designed for whipping but was it necessary mm. well, this is what i was going to say right because i was playing the story last night um and uh i know that's a lie i was doing some i was doing some strikes and um all of a sudden, my strike was the easiest. It was the new strike as well. It was the it was the new one, right? There's a new one apparently. Mm. I was playing through that, and it was yeah, points. It was pretty interesting. However, um, it was completely made trivial by one of the dudes I was with, because there, if you once you fully unlock this mother, you, I'm just swearing like a treat. I'm really sorry to ever say editing this. Um, you, it's me. Yeah. So <laughs> one of the things that you do is you it, you suspend enemies, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It looks I cool. didn't shoot or encounter an enemy that wasn't suspended. This dude, <laughs> oh, really? this dude, literally, oh, we were just walking through corridors of just dudes going, and it was just pop, pop, dead. Like, it was laughably easy. It trivialized the whole thing because none of the enemies oh, could move or shoot. Them, surely. So I was like, ah, oh, this is. This is quite easy. That was a bit strange. Same in G Gambit's quite interesting as well because there's glowing green orbs everywhere. So I was like, oh no, what's happening here? Um, so that is a little bit strange. I will say though, my first thoughts on the Strand class was like, this is jank. And then I went, I played some more. And then I went, 
this is actually pretty dope because the supers feel powerful as all hell. The super is so fun. Just spinning around like a maniac whipping people. It's so good. Talk talk what class you are as well. So I'm a Titan and with the strand, I'm Wolverine. Okay. I am running around with giant claws and just berserker mode on everyone and everything. And it's incredible. Oh, nice. I'm I'm a hunter, and for me, it just becomes like a giant piece of string that I'm spinning around and whipping everything around me. It's awesome. Uh, I'm a warlock, and uh, when I press the two shoulder buttons, my dude kind of explodes, and like and strand like goes everywhere else, and then loads of strand spider things come out of me and just go and attack everything. Oh, that's what those are. I keep seeing those, yeah, and I didn't know what it was. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Miles, where, where are you uh, Warlock at the moment? I can't remember. No, I'm currently playing as Wolverine. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Titan as well. But I'm not uh, playing as Wolverine. I'm playing as the fire version of Thor. Yes. Yes. I don't want that, that yes. strand nonsense. Um, I don't want this. No, but like those strand, I know, and the feeling of uh, doing the, uh, the the get over here kind of move, but you're going to them instead, like you know, um, and then hitting them with a big melee is it deliciously satisfying. I, I cut that is a deliciously, deliciously satisfying move. Um, have you seen on social media? There's lots of people dicking around with. I mean, I'd hate to have been a QA engineer on this game, by the way. Like, oh my god, imagine trying to test the shit out of this so it's actually production worthy, but. There's lots of hidden mechanics within Strand Grab, which people are starting to discover now. So apparently if you fire a rocket and time it right, you can grab your rocket and make basically be ch- wherever the rocket goes, you go. So you can, yeah, exactly. Your mind starts bogging. Wow. It becomes what? a playground. There's one video where three people were playing a, a strike and they decided to all strand each other at the same time. And what happened was all three of them formed a triangle and it was spinning so fast. It just started going up and up and up. <laughs> so there's a, there is a playground to be had with this mechanic. And I'm loving seeing people discovering this. So if you just throw your normal grenade, you can pull yourself along with it as well. So like, let's have, there's fun to be had with this. Mm. And I'm fascinated to see how people can use this. So do you remember the, I can't remember what's called the, the Dreaming City. Yeah, yeah. There's one area where you're on a massive balcony and you can see there's a massive chasm and there's a platform on this other chasm. You can never get to it. You can now get to it with Strand. Now, if you're a warlock and you're doing the whip thing, apparently if you throw your own grenade, strands to it, and then do your melee attack because you're swinging around, that keeps you in the air, a combination of that will get you across. Or if you've got the rocket trick and you've got that now, you can fire a rocket over there and you ride your own rocket over there. So there's lots of areas of which we couldn't go before when mechanics allows you to now. So that's interesting, right? And to your point, I, I agree on everything you said on the story, by the way. Um, it's basically just a very long tutorial and that's okay. I don't play this game. Like, I, I laugh at how much effort goes into a campaign for a Destiny game because let's face it, that is, that's like 2% of your time in the game is going to be spent. You're going to see these environments. You're never going to... F- <laughs> like, they might as well just say, there's no campaign this time, kids. Bunch of exotics. But either way... The numbers go that higher. This game is going to be so much fun. Yeah, exactly. More number go higher, me happy. Um, this is going to be fun, I think, Strand, eventually, when we figure out all these fun little mechanics. 
Hemming, I've realised me and Mikey have been like at this and you are a bit... No, of a, no. I don't want to say Destiny Virgin because you've completed every game <laughs> known to man. But you went from and, like, you know when you uh, watch uh, those movies... And you are yeah. better at Destiny than all of us. Yes, you are better than all of us <laughs> put together. Like, you know when you watch those movies about like artificial intelligence or whatever and it starts with the computer just learns someone's name and then by the morning it can control humanity... That was like watching your score, <laughs> your light score in Destiny of Jobber to, ah, oh, he's like nearly at the level cap already and he's barely started. <laughs> it was in Gambit. Yeah. No, Hemming, this is Gambit. You have to click moats. And all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> oh, I've gone over to their side and killed them all. Oh, look, I've, I've, I've dominated everyone. And it's like, oh, that was strawberry. <laughs> oh, shit. That was, that was quite fun. That was a good first round. Beginner's luck, right? No, yeah, that, that seemed to last. To watch. That seemed to last for several different things. You <laughs> okay, see. all right. Okay, it's the one game we thought that we might have like an evil, evil playing field. He's coming into our house now, boys. He's yeah. coming yeah, into yeah. our. Oh, he's built his own house. He's coming and he's bloody kicked us yeah, out. Yeah, That's yeah, what he's yeah, done. Yeah. He's like, everybody, goes, everybody can now. stay. Everyone can stay. It's all fine. Coming, it's all coming, fine. Come closer. Coming closer. Come closer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the captain now. <laughs> that's basically what you've yes. done to us <laughs> um, I, yeah so I might I didn't actually play Destiny until like a week before Lightfall was going to come out when you finally after a, a year and a bit of badgering got me to play it and you're right it is it's bloody good isn't it it's pretty <laughs> bloody good and it really does get its teeth into you with the bounties and it's like oh today I can do this and this number will go up and then that number goes up, and every time you do something, you get a new thing, and everything looks. But you get new yes. gear, of which you yeah. can do to do better stuff, and then you get more yeah. stuff, and you get more gear to put up your levels, which lets you go get more stuff. The numbers just keep going up, and I enjoyed that very much. It made nice things happen in my brain, so that was nice. Um, but yeah, I I really do love it. I'm playing as a void hunter at the moment, uh, having a fun time with that. I haven't got too far into the Lightfall campaign, not as far as I think you guys have got. Um, but I have been trying to do it with with my partner, Steph. We've been trying to do it on Legendary, which is like hitting my face against a brick wall repeatedly. And eventually the wall breaks. Well, this is something you I wanted to... You just have to keep hitting your head hard enough. It's something I wanted to touch on because Lightfall I found to be pretty hard. And it is. not in a... <laughs> And I, I, and not in a, this is a fair fight hard. Um, the enemies have got a, a sponginess to them, which I'm not particularly fond of. And obviously whenever you start a new camp, a new, you know, DLC, um, you get all your shit gets nerfed, right? So you basically, you were, you were firing golden glorious rockets before. Now you're flicking peas at the great wall of China. So it's like, it's. It is a bit, you, that's going to happen anyway, but the enemies here are hitting a lot harder. There's a lot of one-shotting happening to me. And there's also an irritance where you are getting flung off the map into areas where you are insta-killed. That mm. is veering from difficult to bullshit, in my opinion. And I'm not Rage particularly me. fond of that either. I've Sorry, my, my dog's in the room as well. She's occasionally scratching her ear and making weird noises. Her apologies if nice. that has been picked No, up. no problem at all. I, I just want to say... Sorry, no, no problem. I just want to say on that point about the enemies, there was one mission that I just did and 
I don't know if it's a new enemy type or I just haven't seen much of it because, like I say, I'm quite new to Destiny. But he was a big bastard, and he had like a flamethrower that just spewed little bits of flame constantly. Yes. I know. While yep. then there were two massive shadowy dudes firing homing missile balls at me. So when I was trying to dodge the fire, the homing ball hit me, and that took off like three quarters of my health. And that was just a nightmare because they just mm. kept respawning. It was I just a it never- Mark Henry. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get their ass fuck kicked. You up. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And they just kept spamming these massive AOE enemies at me. And it wasn't a fun time. Mm. They have what no. I wanted to, to touch upon is I think Destiny has been in a bit of a stalemate when it comes to environments uh, for the last couple of DLCs. I thought Lightfall had an interesting gimmick with uh, oh, it's really cold out here. Uh, and then I thought um, the Witch Queen had a bit of a, oh, great, we're back to, like, green people, and it's all dark and dingy and swampy. Um, but they kind of gone for this whole neon effect um, across some of the new areas in Neptune and some of the levels off that, and the, the, the weapons. There's, like, a certain art style now that's creeping in, which mm. is beautiful, and I really appreciate that finally someone in pop media has done, like, a neon cool thing and not played that... <laughs> weekend bright lights you know do, 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 do. like I, I appreciate you for not doing that because every <laughs> in any futuristic thing or energetic thing um you know it's, it's the new daft punk song to play over it but they they they, they, they stayed away from that so that was good um but i i am enjoying the the art style of this uh this this environment and the weapons that are coming this and the exotics that are coming in as well anyone else got any comments on the the look and feel of this dlc Nice. I just love the neon look. My my initial thoughts were this is a bit garbage. What was that? That was my dog bark, like <laughs> burping. Why are you making such? She's silent all the time. Do you want attention? Is that it? anyway? I apologise. No, <laughs> no. Um, the dog's safe. The um, my first thoughts on Neptune were like, mm, this is like, it's kind of, it's a bit budget. Like, it just feels a bit like. The budget, where, the budget went to this isn't good why is there a big death drop at the start oh mate yeah, getting down that sense. lift mate no that's chance because I, tra- I I genuinely try to go down it thousands of times and then you try <laughs> to go out and then you go you back, back up. up again I now just jump off the side of the building instead because screw that <laughs> lift um, the, the lift is for going up not for going down uh, the best the thing to do yeah it, the best thing when I you, when, when you go Apart, yeah, yeah the best thing to do jump. you spawn on Neptune next to Nimbus Nimbus is in front of you just go to the start get on your sparrow and just wing it wing yeah so oh, it was only like after you didn't jump started, off before you get killed yeah it was only after I started doing some of the um, like kill a bunch of lads with your weapon to get the callus and I started exploring Neptune properly that I was like actually yeah I'm uh, this is a pretty sweet place I'm starting to learn my way around it so Neptune for me is it's making a better a better impression the more I, more the more I play it. I would say, yeah. No, I mean, I had I, I thought it actually looked quite cool when I first saw it. But you're right. When it took me so long to realise I could actually jump down from that area because the lift <laughs> kept like- knocking you back up. I was like, oh, okay, I'm only meant to be in this little platform bit and have talking about story. It took me ages. It feels like they designed that whole area for Strand, but you ain't got it. And there's nowhere to strand yes. and, and web around. So we're all so used to a certain level of accessibility to platforms and areas to go to. 
And because you've never been able to reach those sort of areas and heights before, you don't think you can naturally go there. So to your point as well, Mike, when I first got it, I was like, oh, it looks pretty, but it's pretty empty. Yeah. There's I like, the, oh, there's no, a... actually, I meant to like jump up these massive high places now. There's, there's a fucking massive, there's a lad, yeah, on Neptune that was my, there's a dude that's rocking around, man, that is an absolute fucking terror monster. I don't know if you've bumped into him yet. I know Woods has, where he just wrecks your shit whenever you see him. My God, this dude's this I think this I might lad have seen him when I first absolute... got there, but I haven't seen him since. <laughs> no chance. Oh, similar, to, similar to Hemming, I I I started on Legendary because so I was like, huh, we can now pick off the get go. I'm a Legendary kind of guy. Four hours <laughs> to do the intro mission. Jeez. And then I was like, nope, nope, nope. Back to regular. Give me, give me regular, please. Um, but when I first was on Neptune and I stepped out. And I was literally just insta death straight away. And it was like recommended light level, like 1730. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm 1600. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Just, just to go through some of the other things, that, like in terms of like thoughts around this thing. Um, once I get to a required, a good enough light level that I can start actually t- t- giving a shit about what I'm wearing, um, I will think then the loadouts will come into play. Because at yes. the moment, obviously, I haven't touched it yet. I'm just equipping. Don't my, I'm equipping what I sees that's better than what I got, other than my main mm. gun, which I'm just leveling up and using upgrade modules like they're going out of fashion. Um, the they do seem to be giving away lots of upgrade modules, though. Yeah, don't yeah. the the, back. the mod system they've obviously changed that completely, and I had a very specific build in the Witch Queen, which was really good. And that build is now not doable in the new, in, in what we have now. And I'm like, oh, what they appear to have done, again, in an effort to make Destiny harder, is to not, like, it's to basically lower the effectiveness and the amount of time you can rely on your abilities. So yeah. in the last in Witch Queen, I had a build going on where I could literally just spam fire grenades forever, forever, and never run out of them and just f- spam grenades, which, by the way, exploded twice constantly. Like, these things were awesome. Just clearing rooms, no problem. I could solo loads of shit. It was great. Um, that ain't possible now. And so I'm, gonna, I'm curious to see as we go along, like, how how the community kind of gets around this shit once they figure everything out properly. Do you know what I mean? Like there's always going to be stuff where weapons get nerfed, things get buffed, you know, synergies come into play because that thing now has a second less cooldown, you know, all that shit's going to come into play. So for me, like I'm not really worrying too much about what I've, what my dude is doing at the moment, but I've, in time, I think it's going to be interesting to see how kind of the meta, uh, you saying that, that word, changes in order to fit the restrictions or the framework that now everyone's working in so that's that is going to be interesting yeah it's going to be interesting mm. yeah the the main thing with the mods now seems to be it keeps giving you armor charges yeah so the the moats that drop give you an armor charge and then if you do a finisher your armor charge will be used to up to fill out the abilities bar a bit quicker so it's trying to push people to do finishers more because i don't know about you guys, but when I've been playing it, I hardly ever did any finishes because I'm from distance shooting stuff in the head. I'm all the time. But now it's making me do some finishes. You know my style, Hemming. Get in there. <laughs> Get involved. It's all, it's all been simplified. finishing. Okay, all right, cool. Right, just me. It's been simplified, but yeah, it's also been like made More worse. Problems. 
like the mods and stuff. Like Mikey says, like you had a build that was fantastic, doesn't work anymore. So I think, like you say, time will tell when stuff people start discovering it. But yeah, it's it's been simplified. Like you can have pretty much any mod on anything now. Um, there's no more armor classes bullshit you have to worry about if it's a fire helmet or a void helmet it's just it's a helmet I'll stick a helmet mod on job done so the build the building is simplified uh, which does mean I didn't realize it's I got rid expanded. of elemental stuff on armor it's gone mm. and elemental weapons is, um it's more about ammo type now rather yeah than, it, isn't it yeah. yeah so it's uh it's going to be interesting Right, let's uh, let's but, talk about. Oh, sorry, one thing last thing on that. One thing I wanted to say about Destiny, though, very quickly, it still plays. Fuck. Oh, it's amazing! Yeah. My God, it's it's sweet. a, it's it's probably the the smoothest, the nicest feeling FPS I've ever played. Yeah, it's and with awesome. that in mind, with that in mind, I do still do not understand, and I hate the dis the discourse of this of is Destiny worth playing again? If you didn't like Destiny before. This is not... Do you really think that seven years... Seven years into a game where they are just basically double-downing on the stuff that people want in the end game because that's what we're here for. That is Now it's not the jumping-in time. So why am I reading reviews where people are absolutely berating this game? Well, this is the thing. Because, again, lots of... I think Bungie themselves thought that this one would be the last one. And for whatever reason, I think it's becoming more and more apparent that this whole Lightfall gimmick is padding. And they stuck this one in because, um, again, a lot of people think that the story and everything like here feels like a seasonal story, not an actual expansion itself. And mm. people are kind of speculating that this isn't actually what Bungie had planned and they what they actually have planned is in the big bad ending um is that they've kind of put this in to pad it out a little bit because money talks right um which is why maybe people aren't particularly you know happy with the amount of things they've maybe added to this as well yeah but it's it's destiny right now what do we what do you actually care about more exotics more strikes more environments we've got that Yes, okay, we've now got a guy who looks like a sex toy version of Thompson the Tank Engine coming in, but who cares, right? Who knows if there's a story? <laughs> and I think he says, you will skip the bloody story anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like the, I, I just don't understand. What did you think you were going to get, okay? Right, the first, we had... We had bloody Osiris DLC straight after the, the mainline campaign. We then had bloody Forsaken. We've had the, the Shadowkeep. We've, tell me one of those expansions that was like a massive leap forward in the story and all that sort of stuff. No! Like, the only time Destiny has ever really had a massive jump forward in a DLC that propelled the story and the gameplay and everything else was to take King on Destiny 1 10 years ago or whatever. So... Yes, okay, I get you're a little bit buttholy, but like, where were like, what did you think was going to happen? You know, like, it, it is what it is, and I'm very happy that we have more life uh, breathed into this game. I can't wait for the next DLC, but I've got a year to savour this, so I'm not rushing through the quest because fuck it, I'm not going to get a new quest for like a year now anyway. So, in terms of like campaign, so just 
enjoy it and the seasonal stuff that comes from that. Final question on this. I'm not going to ask where do you want light ends to go because quite frankly, we don't care. We just want more Destiny. <laughs> do you think this is the end of Destiny though? We keep saying the light saga. Do we think Destiny is ending with the next DLC? Or do we think that it will evolve into something else? It would be silly for Bungie to just dump it. And especially now that Sony have picked it up, picked up Bungie, uh, they're not going to just say, actually, guys, can you just stop doing that Destiny thing that's been making a consistently large amount of money for the last few years and do something radically different and weird? I think we'll probably get a Destiny 3 if it's Make the it end of Sony the exclusive, light. you cowards, do it. <laughs> that would really help out with that Call of Duty case that they're trying to fight with Microsoft on. <laughs> Uh, it's not coming I, yeah. on the Switch now. Um, I think I think Destiny 3 is probably likely in four years' time, I'd say. I think Lightfall, this one and the next one, was probably meant to be Destiny 3. Like there, there's different versions of what Bungie were going to do from the Activision breakup, and they want to spend more time focusing yeah, on Destiny 2, right? Um, maybe they just expand Destiny 2 forever. Who knows? Yeah. Mikey, where do, where do you think they go? Um, they got a lot of flack when they moved the, when they went Destiny One to Destiny Two because everyone lost their stuff. Yeah, um, the, the difference forget. the difference in a, um, a a World of Warcraft, for example, which has been going for you know forever, is that you know there's not going to be a World of Warcraft Two. You know, once you once you once you are in that ecosystem, this is your character, and you become attached to it. Like I ain't creating a new character anytime soon. I love my guy. I can't remember who he looks like, but I know I love him. And um, I picked the robot type. I think I did too. One, yeah. And like I've never seen that. I, I never have his helmet off, so I don't care. But uh, I'm still attached to that fucking sex robot. Exactly. And if they make a Destiny three uh, or Desta three, as I think they hopefully should call it. Um, <laughs> they they need to do a very very good job of migrating everything into it because we know that the 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 architecture behind Destiny Two is creaking right. This is why they have to re- like vault all of the like old content because it's just Bring too damn big. Back. Like they need to assess everything and figure this shit out um, in order to make this what it should be. Um, if if you see what I mean, but the transferring of old platform like the transferring of destiny 2 to destiny 3 destiny 3 needs to be immaculate like perfect you know yeah miles where do you think they go where do you want them seeing go you're you're like a crack addict on destiny Mm, yeah it's very moorish um i think yes i think yes i think there'll be an end (laughs) they'll 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 put a stop to it there'll be no more dlcs and it they might do seasonal stuff that you pay for just to keep it on tick over. You know, the, the destiny two servers are going to be alive for considerable many more years in my view, because it just makes too much money. Um, but if they do do a new game, I don't think they'll do a destiny three. I think they'll do something else. And destiny two will just keep living. Maybe not major DLCs, but more s- smaller seasonal stuff, maybe less per year. They'll keep it on tick over. That's what I think. Why would you shut it down? You wouldn't. Oh, no. You just uh, keep they it. are implying that this is the beginning of the end, and I think there's probably a saga that's been going on that none of us gives a shit about of, oh, those pyramids that came at that end cutscene when I was trying to skip the game 
when I've done the campaign to get to the end game to begin with, oh, that concludes. But to Mikey's point, I don't think they can get away with just nerfing our characters and removing all our stuff again. I do not think that will fly. Uh, and secondly, what's the hook for wanting to do that? Uh, really, narratively, like there's no reason. Um, so I think, I hope we get more Destiny games. I hope Bungie continue to keep us, give us the experiences that we've known and love. Um, don't beat yourself up on the campaign shit. No one really cares. Just keep doing this glorious DLCs and maybe drop the two. Just call it Destiny. And that's okay, right? Like no one's going to get upset if you just say it's Destiny and it's an ecosystem and find a way which doesn't mean that your game has to be a 500 gigabyte game to be able to have all of the worlds that we have come to know and love. Um, I don't like the idea of, oh, the moon's there, the moon's not now. Oh, Titan, which is a place which is incredible and fun, had so much fun. Oh, I miss Titan so much, man. Like, I want all those places again. And I will say that the map, like, I think now, and I'll probably say this again next time, I think they finally, finally nailed the UI to be able to access your locations easily, access your quests and bounties easily, how it integrates with the mobile app. I think they've got all that ecosystem perfect now, which is probably what I thought at the end of Destiny 1 when that finished that life cycle. And then they ballsed it all up by starting... It was almost like they all got amnesia and forgot how to make all the great lessons they've learned from taking Destiny through Taken King and Rise of Iron and all that sort of stuff. And almost like started again. Don't do that again. There's literally books about this. There's a book called Blood, Sweat and Pixels where there's a whole chapter dedicated to the lessons learned from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2. (laughs) Don't do that again. Just carry on. So, yeah, hopefully we get more of that. Now, gentlemen, we are all hankering for some Destiny playing her and uh, we are at 49 minutes on the pod. Can I propose that we call this one here so we can go play some Destiny <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anything on the news front. Look, look, just for the record, we know about the Elden Ring DLC. We're going to talk a shitload about it next time. We've got to talk about that. For when, we actually, when we actually know something about the DLC as well, because at the moment we, we have a name. We get a lot the- out of a picture, my friend. <laughs> You're on mute, Mike. Baseless speculation, yeah? <laughs> yes, absolutely, right. It will so be like... Heard it hit, there heard was it hit first, there's a fly in Elden Ring now. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to talk about Forsaken, what's happened with that studio, and, dare I say it, maybe the first flop, first-party Sony game on PS5? Mm. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about PSVR 2 and games that are coming out, and Mikey... I know you're our Diablo man and you're going to want to talk about that open beta that's coming on the 17th. So we'll be bringing all that next time. But on this occasion, I'm going to be closing it and calling it a fox there. Mr. Michael Carden Edwards, our souls man. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Our trophy man, the man of hunting, Mr. Alex Hemming. Eyes up, Guardian. (laughs) Yes. Uh, and Lance, our, our boy Lance Riddick uh, you should follow him on Twitter because he is tweeting up a storm right now doing his voice which is going hey you have a good day yes you have a good day and more importantly our, our man in the chair our, our producer Jonathan Moles thank you very much sir thank you very much and good evening uh, a good day and uh, Guardians out <laughs> <laughs>